three people. Ma'am, what's the problem? Are you injured? Three people. Three people are dead. Did you say dead? What is up, y'all? My name is Matt, and this is Surfing the Stream. Every week, we review your favorite movies from your favorite franchises. We are currently doing a Batman in Review series. By the time that you're listening to this, we will have two episodes up of the Batman series, Batman 1989 and Batman Returns. So go check those out. I'm also doing, every week, a Horror in Review series. I review a horror movie every single week leading up to Halloween. And then Halloween week, Carmen Edmonds is going to join me. And we're going to reveal our top 10 horror movies of all time. And that episode will release on Halloween because why would it release on any other day? Uh, Shout out to our Patreon supporters, Carmen Edmonds, Sharon Petrie, and Eric Hernandez. Y'all are really helping us get better equipment, and that way we can give y'all better content. So go to patreon.com slash two game and consider supporting us through that. This week, I'm uh, reviewing Pet Cemetery, the 2019 version. Now, there's an older one. This is not the older one. This is the one that just came out a couple, it came out last year. It has uh, Jason Clark in it. And then John Lithgow. I'm probably not saying that right. But he's in it. Um, I came into this movie with low expectations. I was not expecting this to be anything good. And then I gotta say, I, I enjoyed it. Like, the second half of the movie kind of brought me in. And I dug it. I was very surprised by it. So... I'm just going to run through some fun facts real quick, and then we'll get into the meat of the review, and then I'll give you my final score. Uh, Not a whole bunch of fun facts. I was looking through IMDb for this this review, and a bunch of it was related to the cats. So, you know, they used real-life cats throughout the movie. They, I think they used, like, they, they used several cats. They trained them, and then... They used like uh, like different kinds of like food to make their hairs matted and shit like that. I didn't see that being that interesting, so I didn't write any of that down. The most interesting thing, I did find two things that were kind of interesting. One, it was released during the month of Easter, which everybody knows it's about resurrection. And if you don't know much about this movie... I think there's been jokes. I mean, there was hell. There was a pet cemetery joke in the Justice League movie that came out a couple of years ago. So the whole movie's about resurrection, and you know, Easter resurrection. I thought that was interesting. I don't. I wonder if they did that on purpose, or if that's just how the schedule fell. I don't know. And the thing, you no, know, I love Easter eggs in movies, especially ones that I catch and I don't have to be told about it. In the movie, the wife is driving on an interstate, and she's stuck in traffic, and there's a sign for the city Derry. And if you're a Stephen King fan, which this is a Stephen King novel is based off of, 
it mentions Derry, which is the the town for the movie and the book. It. I was like, I saw that, and I was like, bruh! And I, I kind of forgot that this was a Stephen King novel to begin with. So it was that was that was interesting. Uh, moving further into our review, I do want to say there might be there there are going to be spoilers ahead. So if you haven't seen the movie, and if you plan on seeing it, just just back on out, go watch it, and then come back and listen to this review, because at the end of the day, I think this is a decent horror movie. Okay, it, it, it's and when I say horror movie, I meant like it's a it's a decent suspenseful thriller slash horror movie it's not scary it's just got that those vibes of of horror in it so the plot the story of this of the movie is is fairly simple when you look at it well i was i wrote it down and then of course you know my computer didn't save any of it so i'm kind of doing this all off the top of my head because i didn't feel like retyping it pure laziness but anyways so I wrote it all down. I'm like, well, that's a that's actually a fairly simple story. Okay. So spoilers ahead. We're gonna run through the plot real quick. The family moves into a new house. Surprise, surprise, just about every single fucking horror movie starts off with a family moving into a new house. And this starts the the first thirty to forty five minutes of this movie, I'm I gotta say I was not enjoying it. I was I was thinking about just not even doing this review because I just I just wasn't that interested. It wasn't that it was not bad. Like Jeepers Creepers 3, I reviewed it. Go check it out. That movie was so fucking bad that I had to keep watching. Okay? It gave it gave me a reason to keep watching. This just wasn't it just wasn't grabbing me in those first 30, 45 minutes. I have a problem with cliches in movies. Like in the movie the the couple they are he's like tickling her and that's supposed to show some kind of emotion like they love each other i absolutely hate that in fucking movies okay nobody acts like that in real life they're they're not just sitting there talking and then all of a sudden just start tickling each other it's just not how it fucking happens okay so when i see stuff like that in movies it turns me off and then i start nitpicking the fuck out of it there were cheap horror jump scares in the very beginning too like they're just sitting there and then this fucking truck just drives by and it's supposed to be this jump scare moment and yeah it'll scare you but at the same time it's like why was that even there but but what you don't know is that comes back into play later in the movie which kind of when I when it happened later in the movie I was like bro what the fuck okay Alright, I see why they put that in there. Okay? So that's why I try... I That's why it's always good to give these movies... Try to watch it towards the end, or at least give it, you know, halfway through at least, before you start, you know, kicking it out the door and saying this movie is shit, and not watching it anymore. So anyways, new family moves into this new house, or this family moves into a new house out in the country. Apparently, the husband, whose name is Lewis... He was an ER doctor, and he worked the graveyard shift. He's wanting to spend more time with his family, with his daughter, so they move out to the country. He takes a job at a clinic, you know, to get away from all the stress and shit of being an ER doctor. And lo and behold, there's something wrong with the fucking house. And it's not really the house, it's the fucking land that the house is on. So, yeah, whatever. So, 
They have a cat. All right. Old cat gets fucking mutilated. The next door neighbor, is, whose name is Judd, is like, hey, she really, your daughter really loves this cat. Why don't you go bear? And he takes him to the burial spot, pet cemetery. They go up in this fucking uh, the, the forest, I guess you want to call it, the woods, and they and they have to do it at night. Now the problem I have with the two with the the forest scenes, where they're bringing it to the the sacred ground, the burial plots, it's dark as fuck. Like you can make a movie dark without it being dark. Does that, does that make sense? Like, there can be lighting in a dark scene, and you can still see shit. I was watching this on my phone during the day, and I could barely see shit. So, just very, very dark scenes in the forest. I felt like there could have been better lighting. Anyways, they bury the cat, and lo and behold, next day, he wakes up, and fucking church is alive and well, right? But he's different. He's not the same kitty cat. By the way, fuck cats, because I don't like cats. I think they're vicious, and they're mean. They're assholes, right? They're noticing that the cat is different than what he used to be. He's a lot more vicious, a lot more mean. And eventually, Ellie, who's the daughter, doesn't like the cat anymore. She doesn't want to be around it because he scratches her and yada, yada, yada. Eventually, they try to get he, the dad gets rid of said cat. He takes him out to the road, far, far away, and just lets him loose and hopes he never finds his way back again, right? Well, this is a horror movie, so of course the cat's going to come back. So Ellie has a birthday party, and she sees the cat walking on the road come back to the house, and she's like, fucking church, what's up, you know? And she goes out to the road to get the cat. Well, they also have a son who runs to the road. Now, earlier I mentioned the cheap horror jump scare with the big 18-wheeler scaring you at the very beginning. This is when it comes back into play because the truck is coming down this road at full speed and you th- you're you're like, "Oh man, they're going he's going to fucking kill that kid." So, dad manages to save the kid, the son, but then you're like, "Oh fuck." The girl's in the road. Like, what? So, yeah, he wrecks the the 18-wheeler, and the trailer kills the little girl. And I have to say, I don't know if... I'm curious to know if if you don't have kids, and specifically if you don't have a daughter, let me know how you feel about the scene if you watch this movie. Because this was gut wrenching. I I actually text Carmen Edmonds, and I was like, bruh. I was not expecting this. This has fucking hit me in the feels like I was not expecting. I when I when I signed up for this movie review, I was like, eh, it's just it's gonna be okay. I don't really have any expectations. I was not expecting to have to pause the movie and just sit there for a minute and be like, bro, what the fuck? Like it hit me hard in a way that a movie hasn't done in a long time. And I think a good movie good horror movie will sit with you beyond the actual movie i think that's the the strength of a movie is when it it makes you just fucking just it cluster fucks your brain right so yeah it, it hit me in the feels and yeah it just 
it, it hit me hard because I have a daughter and I have two other sons. And just, I was putting myself in those shoes of what I would be going through. And it, it hit me hard. Like, I could not believe that they had... I've never seen the original, so for those... Or read the book. So, if you've seen the original or read the book, then you know what happens. But for me, I didn't know anything about the movie. So, I was not expecting it. So, daughter dies, and they bury the daughter. And then, when they're burying the daughter, you're like, there's like an hour left in this movie, maybe? Old dude is going to dig her up and bury her at Pet cemetery, and then she's going to turn evil. Garen fucking Teague. And guess what? That's what happens. He sends the wife off back to Boston to stay with her parents, and he stays. He goes, digs her up, brings her to the Pet cemetery, fucking buries her, and she comes back, and he's all excited that she's alive, and hey, she turns out to be bad, right? Well, wife shows back up at the house, finds out that old girl is alive and well. And he tells her, we have a second chance to to be with her, and she, she's back. She, she's alive. And the wife is just completely opposed to the idea. She's like, but that's not our daughter. Our daughter is dead. Okay? This isn't right. This the, I loved the dichotomy between the two characters. I'm glad they didn't have both of them open with open arms welcoming their daughter back. I'm glad that they had two opposing sides to the to the coin. You know, the dad really wanted his daughter back. He wanted to he didn't care how she came back. She he just wanted her back. Whereas mom is like, "No, nah, fuck this shit. I've already dealt with it. I'm dealing with it. We got to move on." So, I really like that aspect of the movie. And again, it makes you get into their shoes and like, what would you do if you were in those situations? You know, if I mean, if you had a chance to bring her back, your daughter back, would you actually do it? I don't know. It, it makes you question the, the morals, your morals of what you would do in the situation. And that was the best part of the movie t- to me. It fucking just sat with me after the movie was finished. So, anyways... Uh, mom finds out about the daughter. Daughter goes fucking psycho, kills the neighbor, and then she's trying to kill the rest of the family. She throws the son out the window for the dad to catch. He puts him in the car. She stabs mom in the back like a little bitch. And then mom is like, don't let her, don't bury me in this, in that cemetery. Don't let me come back. And guess what happens? She buries her in the cemetery. Old girl drags her lifeless body to the cemetery, buries her. Dad comes back. He's ready to fucking just kill the kill the daughter, be done with it. And he is he is two seconds from ending it. Like he's right there. He is a he is a pube hair from just being done with the story and ending the movie. And he's about to kill the daughter and old girl, old wifey, old waifu stabs him in the back. And kills him. And then guess what? They bury him in said cemetery. And then guess what? He comes back as evil. So it's a whole big fucking evil family. But there's one other person left, right? So they essentially burn everything down. And then the last bit of the movie that you see, they're carrying 
gas cans to the car where the little boy is. So you assume the little boy dies and they bury him. And that's a big old pet cemetery family, I guess. Yeah, I think overall it's a very simple story. But I think it's 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 the first 30 minutes of the movie that kind of rubs me the wrong way. And I'm thinking, looking back on it, the first 30 minutes is, it's not that bad once you look at the whole movie as a whole. Because I was really just nitpicking the fuck out of it to begin with. Because, like I said... I don't do good with cliche movie tropes. I just, I, it, it aggravates me for some reason. Like, if you're going to have characters in a, I know, I know it's not realistic, but it's a more realistic setting. It's not, it's not fucking sci-fi or superheroes or shit like that. Okay. So I just, I want people to interact with each other like normal people would interact with each other. So that's, that's what bugs me about, about movies that do that. So, closing out this review, I do want to say, overall, I enjoyed the movie. It was better than I expected. Now, granted, I wasn't expecting much, so it's better than what I expected. I think the sound design is, is pretty good. There are scenes in the movie where there, where the wife has like hallucinations. She, it's this weird B-plot of the movie, and I'm not sure why it's there, because it doesn't really do anything to enhance or improve the movie or her story her character like her sister had some weird disease where she's all fucking like not mutilated but like but like twisted up and shit it's, it's some weird disease that she has they don't ever actually mention what kind of disease it was but anyway she feels sorry be, she feels guilty because she's the one that killed her sister and I'm not going to go too much into those details because, like I said, it doesn't really further the plot any. So, yeah, I'm not sure why that was in the movie. If someone can explain that to me, I know it's it's in the book, so I'm sure it does a better job in the book of kind of furthering that plot. But the sound design, because they, they move the sister in ways, because she's all twisted and shit, her back crunching and creaking whenever she moves, Sounds fucking disgusting, and they did a good job with sound design in this movie, I think. There wasn't a ton of music from what I can tell. It wasn't bad, it wasn't good, so there's that. So yeah, let's uh, let's close this out. I'm going to rate this on a scale of 0 to 5. Normally we do stars. I'm doing some weird shit with my horror movies. I'm kind of trying to... I've done Skulls with the first two movies, I think. We're gonna change it up. We're gonna do uh we're gonna rank this out of dead cats, okay? Because the whole movie's about a dead cat, right? So kind of morbid, but hey, you're here for some morbid shit if you're listening to uh horror reviews, okay? So don't blame me. I'm gonna give it you know, I kind of fought with this. I was originally gonna give this like a two. My my scales for movie reviews, okay? Two and a half is a good movie. That is a good average movie, I think. That's right there in the middle. Anything below two and a half either has issues with characters, dialogue. It has major issues with the film that doesn't make it a good film. Doesn't mean it's not enjoyable, but it means it's not a good film. You know, a good film has character arcs, three-dimensional characters, good dialogue, good acting, good uh, directing, yada, yada, yada. I'm probably overshooting this a little bit. 
okay? But the way this movie stuck with me after the credits rolled is why I'm giving it three out of five dead cats. I think most people are going to find it at a two and a half. But I'm going with a three. I think, like I said, this this movie just hit me right in the feels. And it's done something. I haven't watched a horror movie in a long time that has just sat with me past the credits. And I, I've said that about three or four times already. I can't overstate that enough. That this movie, it, it fucked with me. You know, mentally. And it wasn't something... You know, like The Conjuring, where it fucks up with you mentally as in... Because it's fucking scary as shit, right? Or it's a, a different movie where it, it... This this movie presents a lot of different elements that make you think beyond what the movie's trying to tell you. It's one of the more recent movies that it's making me think about the the things that they're trying to tell you beyond... The dialogue, beyond the acting, beyond the story, okay. And hell, I mean, guys, that's what that's what an enjoyable movie is, you know. It, it just it is what it is. So I recommend you watching this movie. It's the again 2019 version. I wasn't expecting much, but God, I don't know if it hit me at the right time, or I just had low expectations, or or what. But definitely go check this out. I watched it on Hulu. I think it's on Amazon Prime. I'm trying to keep all these movies within streaming apps, so y'all go check this shit out. Uh, but yeah, go check it out. I give it three out of five dead cats. And uh, that will conclude, what is this, part three of my horror in review. Next week is, I'm not going to give you spoilers for where I think this movie is going to fit in my top ten list, if if it's my top ten list. But it's really hard for me to say that because I talk so highly about this movie all the fucking time. I'm doing The Conjuring, baby. The fucking movie that has scared the shit out of me more times than not. And, yeah, we're going to review it. And this review is sitting at 21 minutes-ish. So, I I have a lot to say about The Conjuring. I have about two pages of notes already written for that movie. I have a lot to say. And it's mainly good shit. So, I'm going to be circle jerking The Conjuring next week. Uh, get ready for Batman Forever to be tagging alongside that episode for the week. I also got a Children of the Corn review coming out as per requested by Eric Hernandez, one of our $20 supporters on Patreon. And I think that'll close out our horror and review month. So, so just get, get ready. I'm trying to figure out what my next series is going to be. I'm going to do a separate series from Christian every single week to kind of give you all some more content. So stay tuned for for what next series I'm going to do. I'm not sure. I think I'm going to go with like a genre again. I think I was thinking 90s action movies. Yeah, I think that'd be interesting, but I'm not sure. I'm going I'm to put a post out on Patreon where our Patreon supporters can vote for it, what they want to hear. But thanks for coming along today. This was a Pet Cemetery review for our Horror in Review month. Go check out Two Game Podcast. That's our main podcast where we talk about games and all kinds of nerd shit. And uh, I will catch y'all next time.